I'll go and see if Mrs. Rattigan is ready for you. I nod. She goes. Clicks out of the kitchen, through the hall to somewhere else. I'm calming down now. I can hear a clock ticking somewhere. The range cooker emits a kind of gentle rushing sound from its flue, like a stream heard a long way away. A few minutes go by, lovely empty minutes. Then a woman comes into the kitchen, titanium in position on her wing. I stand up. Mrs. Rattigan, I'm sorry to have been late. Oh, don't worry. The internet has already told me that Mrs. Charlotte Frances Rattigan is 44. She has two kids, both teenagers. She is a former model. Only the last part of that is obvious from her appearance. A pale grey shirt worn above pale linen trousers and sandals. Shoulder-length blonde hair, nice skin, not much makeup. Tall, maybe five foot ten, and then an inch or so more from her heels. She's pretty, of course, but it's not the prettiness that strikes me. There's something ethereal about her, as though it's not just the house missing its Victorian subfloors. I'm immediately interested. I asked Titanium if she would mind giving us a few moments of privacy, and on a look from the boss, she leaves us. I fix Mrs. Rattigan with my firm DC-ish professional quality smile. Thank you so much for agreeing to see me, madam. I just got a few questions. A routine matter, but an important one. That's all right. I understand. I'm afraid that I shall have to ask you some questions about your late husband. I do apologise in advance for any distress that may cause. It's all perfectly routine and... She interrupts. That's all right. I understand. Her voice is soft, a peach without a stone. I hesitate. Nothing whatsoever in this situation calls for me to come over all hard-edged, but I can't quite resist and I can feel my voice harden. Did your husband know a woman called Janet Mancini? My husband? She tapers off and shrugs. Is that a no or an I don't know? Another shrug. I mean, not that I know of. Mancini. Janet Mancini. Do either of these addresses mean anything to you? I show her my notebook. The first address is where Mancini was found. The second is where she had been living previously. No, sorry. This second address here is in Butte Town. Were you ever aware of your husband having any business in that area, visiting people? A head shake. Quantum physics tells you that the act of observation alters reality. The same is true of police interviews. Mrs. Rattigan knows that I'm a detective constable assigned to a murder inquiry. There's some absence in her answers that teases me, but that could just be an effect of my job function and my assignment. Titanium's cafetiere of coffee is steaming beside us. Mrs. Rattigan hasn't offered it, so I do. Would you like coffee? Shall I pour? Oh, yes, please. Sorry. I pour out one coffee, not two. Won't you have any? That's the first positive action of any sort she's taken since I met her, and it hardly rates high on the positivity scale. I don't drink caffeine. She pulls her cup towards her, but doesn't drink from it. Good for you. I know I shouldn't. I have a few further questions to ask, madam. Please understand that we want the truth. If your husband did things in the past that he might not want us to have known about, well, that's all in the past now. It's no longer our concern. She nods. Light hazel eyes. Fair eyebrows. I realise that I was wrong about the house. 
I'm sure it has been interior designed to within an inch of its life, but the designers caught something real about the person commissioning the work. Pale linen, light hazel, a stoneless peach. That was this house and its owner. Did your husband ever take drugs? The question jolts her. She shakes her head, looking down to the left. Her coffee cup is in her right hand. If she's right-handed, then the down and to the left look suggests some element of construction in her answer. Cocaine, maybe? A few lines with business associates? She looks at me with relief. You know, sometimes I didn't... What he got up to when he was away... I reassure her. No, no, I'm sure you didn't. But loads of business types do, of course. You didn't want it in the house, though, I can see that. You know, there are the children. That sounds to me like the comment she made to him when he was still around. Oh, don't do that. It's not me. It's the children. I'm only thinking of you. I get out the debit card and show it to her. This is your husband's, I presume. She looks at it, then at me. She doesn't get quite as decisive as a nod but she gets halfway there. The card was reported lost. Do you recall when or where he lost it? No, sorry. Did he ever mention losing it? I don't think so. I mean... She shrugs. When millionaires lose cards, they have people who sort it out. That's what the shrug means, or what it means to me anyway. The card was found at a crime scene in Butte Town. Does that make sense to you? No, no, I'm sorry. You're not aware how this card could have come into the possession of Janet Mancini. Sorry, I'm really not. Does the name April Mancini mean anything to you? No. You are aware that Butte Town is a poor part of town, quite run down, rough. Can you think of any reason why your husband might have had business there? No. I've come to the end of all the questions I could possibly ask. All the ones I'd have got through on a phone call. I'm repeating myself even... Yet there's the absence in the air, teasing me with its scent. It's not that Mrs. Rattigan is lying to me. I know she isn't. But there's something there. I go for it. Just a few more questions, I say. Certainly. Your sex life with your husband. Was it completely normal?